Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. Featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> Yes, it is that time on a Monday. Movies, 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 welcome. Mm. My film lords, how are we feeling today? Mm. Hi, guys. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> oh, hi, guys. <laughs> feeling good. Oh, damn. We're <laughs> 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 just being um, silly. Being silly. Um, okay, so coming up in movies, movies, movies today, we're going to be talking about the best films of the year. Mm. And also, I'm very keen to find out what you think about Bombshell. I've watched the trailer thrice. Whoa. I'm very keen. I'm you very love keen the to trailer. See. I really love the trailer. Is it the music? I don't know. It's something about the tension in it. I think I'm satisfied just watching the trailer for Bombshell. Explain a little bit about what this film is going to be. So it's a... Oh, what's it called when you make we make a story? We make a film based about Based on something. a true... St- it's based on a true story. That's what I was looking for. Based on a true story, the uh, scenario where Megyn Kelly, who was a journalist at Fox News, basically entered into this like mass sexual assault and harassment blow up where uh, people at Fox News were coming forward and talking about their experiences and it turned into firings and power shifts. You're going to hear a review of it in under 10 minutes. Movie news. First of all, Film Lords, Jen and Andre, what's making headlines in your world? So the mini Oscars, the Golden Globes, are coming hot round the corner and they've just announced the nominations, which means we get to talk about who got snubbed, who got left out. But we're basically questioning, do they suck? Do they not suck? The Golden Globes in general? Yes, yes. they suck. Yes. So most controversially, no female or non-male person was nominated for a screenwriting or directing award. Oh, well done, guys. And there's, well only, done. there's only been five women nominated in the history history of the entire Golden Globes, because the Golden Globes is voted on just by a hundred old dudes. Which comes as a huge surprise, not that there aren't thousands, literally thousands of films directed by women, but most notably Little Women is making the rounds of cinemas and festivals, and everyone was expecting Greta Gerwig, the director of Lady Bird, to be nominated in at least one category. Honestly, you you wouldn't want to be nominated. Mm. Not that that's the point here, but... So like, embarrass me. It would be, it's like... Little Women can't exist if it's nominated at the Golden Globes. But also, the sad part is, is that like the Golden Globes are traditionally considered to be like the easy, more lax, more open-minded version of the Oscars because the Oscars are so strict. And because they get to include comedies in their own thing. Exactly. So, so that, to, the to acting nomina- awards are kind of cool. To not be nominated for a GG is like, wow, you really are just like the lowest common denominator human. <laughs> but Alma Harrell, how do I pronounce her Harrell. Name? Harrell. Um, directed Honey, Bo- Honey Boy, Honey Bone, <laughs> with Shia Honey Bone, Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> this year. And she is suggesting that they do, like, gendered director and best... No, is it just director or best film as well awards? She basically has Like there is best actress and best actors, Mm. and so you get five of each. Which I thought was her being ironic, because it's like the only way for anyone who's not a man to win an award is to win a gendered award. Yeah. Seriously. Okay, so Golden Globes suck. <laughs> what else is making news? Oh, and former Fox no- journalist Megan Kelly, who Charlie Theron is playing with heavy prosthetics in Bombshell, which we're about to review, uh, 
has tweeted this week that she came out of a screening of it with her son. I don't know why she took her, like, six-year-old son to see this movie. But anyway. Um, and he saw a poster. Oh, no, they went to Frozen 2. She did say that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he got really confused in the foyer at the poster thinking she was in this movie with Nicole Kidman and because Nicole Kidman's prosthetics aren't very good, but Charlie's are. The news is that Megyn <laughs> Kelly's son was confused to see her mum, his mum, <laughs> on a poster. On a poster Wait, with Margot Robbie. Film, aren't you <laughs> yeah. in the film? I get that, I get that. The craziest thing is that that son is such a film lord because the prosthetics in the film are incredible and there have been a couple of genius prosthetic moments this year in film. We've had the prosthetics in Borders and also in Bombshell and I can't wait for people to see it and to compare and contrast. All right, I can't wait to hear your review of Bombshell. It's coming up right after this one from Smino. Language warning, this is Trina. Your movies, movies, movies on mornings. Very irritating. Trina by Smino, and you are tuning in to FBI 94.5. One. No, no, no. Two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Okay, it's the movie that I'm probably most excited for, for 2019, and we're not even at the end of the year. Well, we're nearly at the end of the year. And uh, <laughs> help me out here. I'm struggling today. Okay. And if you have a movie that has made your year or has really stood out for you as something that's been just the movie of the year, I think The Nightingale would have to be up there for a lot of people who saw it. Text in because we are doing a giveaway to the premiere of Cats. <laughs> With champagne. Which yeah. could be the movie of the year. Which could be the movie of the year. We don't know. We haven't seen it. The premiere is mm. coming. You could be heading along on us. So do text in 0409 945 945. Anyway, I digress. Let's get into two reviews. Which film lord will be going first today? Bombshell. Andre. Right and you are reviewing Bombshell. Fox News star Gretchen Carlson dropped a major bombshell today. What is she doing? This could kill Fox News. We need everyone on Team Roger. Get it on. Put it on. These are the end times. You do understand I have to be above this, right? You know the entire country is talking about your period right now. So you're a tough guy, like you really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puff. Sweetheart, this is an island of safety and truth. There's a man! Ready to go to war? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the marketing genius that was like, let's put Billie Eilish in the trailer? Oh, totally, totally. If there's one thing this is, it's New York, but shot in LA. Actually. Ooh, okay. Don't know what that means. Sounds, <laughs> sounds scathing. Oh, Brides, I feel so bad because uh, I'm on Bridie Struggle Street today. Uh, I'm going to have to ask Jen to, I'm going to phone a friend and ask Jen to help me out here because we saw this film a couple of days ago and here's how I feel about it. Sometimes you just see a movie and that's okay for the general public, but I'm having an, an existential crisis as a film critic and would be lying if I didn't fess up my feelings, which is that like, it's at the end of the year, y'all, and Jen and I have seen over 150 films and it's just so much. And I feel like if you if the film doesn't have a pulse or if they just exist to like convince the mass non-film folk, I like don't even know how to feel towards it, and I kind of went into Bombshell, which is about a lot of important things, and I wouldn't want to trivialize the film, and I actually kind of feel bad for, you know, pointing the finger at Bombshell, because it's an important film, and uh, the prosthetics are amazing, and Charlize get that. Oh, 
I also just felt like, whoa, wh- what a movie is it? And my brain kind of melted. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was only this year she did that other film with Seth Rogen where she was the president. Yes, Which was great. exactly. And exactly. that yeah. honestly that felt again. like it. That was just, you know, a fabulous movie. But to, to like, land my point, I guess it kind of comes down to, like, director making content to, like, filmmaker making something that moves you. Like, am I a dick? A movie's boring. We also got to watch Solange's feature film, which we're going to review afterwards, and it's just such a different film to, like, a narrative mainstream Hollywood film. And I'm going to end with a quote from Natalie Portman in Vox Lux, where she goes, My music videos keep getting worse, but I keep making more money. And that's kind of how I feel about movies. Like, I'm going to ask the big question, are movies getting worse, or are we just, like... Getting more lax. Everything's getting worse. Anyway, over to you, Jane. Oh, I had the perfect thing to say, but you distracted me with box locks, and now my <laughs> brain is just totally fried. I guess there's my favourite part of Bombshell that I answer you with, where Megan Kelly's wondering whether to speak out about sexual assault that she's been experiencing at work, and she's sitting in the rain in New York traffic, and she looks at one of those billboards that flashes with the orange text, and it just says, stay in lane, and then it cuts back to her face staring at it, and then it says, stay in lane, and then she, like, doesn't come out about the assault for a while longer. The film is, like, a really important story about journalists at Fox News coming forward and admitting and discussing sexual harassment. And Nicole Kidman plays Gretchen Carlson, who's, like, a total Hero. But I also feel like the, the the sad thing about this film is that like we just know so much about the industry and about the fuckery mm. that happens, and there have been so many depictions of it. It's almost hard to even look at things objectively and think, where's the nuance? Mm. Is it kind of like when uh, Selena came in and reviewed Charlie's Angels too? Oh, you reviewed Charlie's Angels too, and she said, "Yeah, we get it. Girls can skate. Girls can do things." Like it, it totally. This message has, is. They're not adding any nuance or adding anything to the to the narrative, and it's because the 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 construct of Hollywood films is that like it's a story. Well, it's owned by Fox. It's so owned by like Fox. they present Murdoch in a kind of nice way. In this it's movie. like these are the characters. This is Wait, the drama. The, the movie is a. It, no, I don't know if the movie itself I, is owned okay, by Fox, but okay. like media is that owned would by be Fox. A bombshell. So like, if you want anyone to write anything about Bombshell, I don't know. All right, Bombshell. In a word, what would you give it? Oh, so lost. I'm so lost. You guys, not the film. Billie Eilish. There we go. All right. Well, let's move on now. Uh, to a real review. <laughs> to a re- no. <laughs> Thank to an- God. Another of the, the second of the two reviews. Solange's album, When I Get Home, came out in March, which is actually the same amount of time it took Andre to do his review of Bombshell. Oh my god. (laughs) But it actually took all of that time for me to fully listen to the album, have it seep into my bones, let it sort of mantra versus message effect work on me, which was the perfect amount of time for When I Get Home, Director's Cut to come out, which is a 40-minute YouTube video that Solange has released as an accompaniment that is deeper, denser, more interesting than any Hollywood film about a topic you're going to see this year. This is a movie to kiss to. It's slow zoom, slow motion, slow cinema, slow living. And it's kind of like if you're still processing Old Town Road and Gaga's pivot to the south, try When I Get Home and never watch the Super Bowl again. It's like a thousand beautiful moisturised extras dancing and posing in the most beautiful karaoke backgrounds for the best karaoke album ever released. And I just like... 
think that Solange is saying cars should have died in the 80s and why aren't we all riding horses? I love it so much. It'll make you feel hot. It's so Even hot. if you're like choking on smoke and sweaty as a dolmade. Oh, can it, we watch this one online? Can we watch it It's now? online, on it's on YouTube, it's, it's accessible. YouTube. It's like a medit- you watch it five times in a row, have it in the background, have it on while you're cooking. You know, like mm. this is heaven. This is art. This is everything. I think also if people are... People, um, thinking that people would assume that Solange was birthed in a moment of, like, politics and statement pieces and statement albums. It's not not that. It's not not that, but I think that, like, instead of saying, instead of being like, we need to mobilise and get together and, like, rally together and organise and fight the powers... That's what it is. uh... It is, but in a way that's saying, we can also do it by being chill and just all coming together, and that's just as powerful. I think just being chill is as powerful as being political. Oh, for goodness sake, that was such a political answer to something that didn't need it. Uh, okay, maybe you're right. This is kind of like Wild Wild Country meets Office Chic. Well, you can make up your own mind whether or not you want to politicise it. Or can you? It's on YouTube, as you said. Solange's When I Get Home, the director's, director's cut, cut of her art film. Mm-hmm. Featuring Jake Holby Satterwhite's gorgeous... Uh, 3D animation to bins, which we're going to play next. We are. Did we give it in a word? I can't remember. Oh, in a word. Um, luscious. Marfa, Texas. That was two reviews. When we get back, we're looking at the best films of 2019. What were your favourites? Text in to 0409 945 945. Solange with bins. Today's schmood, Solange with bins. <sighs> Jen and Ange here, my film lords, giving me strength when I need it most. <laughs> and we have a giveaway for you. It's a premiere ticket, a ticket to the premiere of Cats. 
Now, have you? No, you haven't seen Cats. How no, we're going to go see it on no, Tuesday. No, it's the first screening in Australia. Champagne on arrival, honey. Come with me. <gasps> it's tomorrow night at VMAX, which is the biggest cinema at George Street. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m. sharp for your champagne, and then a 6.30 p.m. start of the film. It's Cats, guys. Taylor Swift, Jason Derulo. Who's Cat- the other person? Jennifer Hudson. We can all talk about, after the screening, how we wish Solange had directed it. Mm, can you Come imagine? for the champagne and VMAX stay for Jason Derulo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Rebel know. Wilson? In a line. Rebel? She's in it. Yeah, she plays a she plays a cat. She plays a cat, and so does Judy Dench. And Judy Dench has got a big, why do big I, catty titties. Why do I find that so cute? Okay, play the sting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's happening? Sydney Spotlight. So we thought today we would rehash some of your favourite film memories of the year. Seeing as we're getting closer to the new year and the new decade, 2020, that'll be fun to say. What were some of the highlights for 2019? Uh, most iconic film that everyone talked about all year was Midsommar. Really? Yeah, for I sure. I love that that's what came to mind for you. I agree. I think that Midsommar, the subreddit alone, still pops. Everyone <laughs> pops, <laughs> posts, posts pictures of them in the floral thing. There are so many readings, so many interpretations. Yeah. Such yeah. a, such a, just a, good, nice film to look at and be... Think, and to think about. And to and think I, about. I think we're in the decade of Florence Pugh. I, yes. I'm so glad that you guys said Midsommar because it wasn't in my top ten, but now you say it, I'm like, wait, that movie actually stuck with me and <laughs> well, I'm still thinking so about it. So Enoch, friend of the show, yep. took um, took their friend Layla to go see it and said it was a comedy and I think she was a little bit hung like you and was like, I'm just not dealing with the horror. <laughs> yeah. And I said, no, don't worry about it. It's a comedy. It's about festival. It's about a music festival. Come watch Come it. Come on, it'll be fun. But afterwards she was like, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, you need it. You need it. It washes over you. Anj, if Midsommar did make it into your top ten, what would be bumped out? What would be bumped out? I'm a little bit hungover. What would be bumped out? As in, like, what would what I would add to not, my list? What would no longer be in the top ten? What oh, would you? Well, uh, what's what's just hanging on to the top ten? Oh, Brady, these double negatives are getting to me. I am still obsessed with Homecoming, the Beyonce documentary of her Coachella performance, and not because I'm obsessed with Beyonce. Okay, I'm not that person, but I, just because I think the film is yeah. brilliant. And if it's, it's between Homecoming and Midsummer. Homecoming wins. Because Homecoming is extremely emotional and extremely powerful. And when people use those words to describe uh, films, uh, they're just not. And Homecoming Mm. is actually expressive. (laughs) And the sisters are at the top of their game. It's the editing. It's all the editing, guys. Um, On the text line, sequin in a blue room. Sequin in a blue room. Sydney culture right here. Yes, that's it. I love that. That's the first time anyone's You're coming to Cats. You're coming to Cats. You're so. coming to Cats. You're okay, coming to, to cats. cats. We got you a lanyard. We got you champagne on arrival. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. They like Sequin in a Blue Room. Do they actually want to go see Cats is my question. Sequin in a Blue Room and Cats maybe have more in common and we're going to have to talk about that next week on the show. A film that no one ever talked about and I think it only went to one festival was um, Our Time by Carlos Regadas, which is a yeah. South American film. Uh, Brad, you might like this actually. It's uh, an art film about the, de- the decomposing of a relationship between a husband and wife when a third party comes in to try and make it a throuple and the whole thing is from the perspective of all the objects around them so it's set on a farm and every single scene in the film has the point of view of like the car the like the snake the air the sky the house mm-hmm. and if that doesn't make sense to you you need to watch it it's so ethereal and incredible yeah it sounds good and it's long as well it's three hours long and it's all about this couple oh. trying to become a throuple and it's not working from the point of view of like a car engine 
gravel. It's so weird how it works. It's brilliant. And Andre met the director and talked to him, and they fell in love. Oh, so yeah. that's also why we're gonna get behind this movie. But no one, no one knew about it. Went to Sydney Film Festival. I don't think anyone saw it. So anyway, <sighs> it's brilliant. I really, and it's also extremely visual. And anyway. what's it called again? Our time. Jen, do you have anything like our time that you Happy thought- as Lazaro, which no one went to see because it came out during the Sydney Film Festival. Uh, they're playing at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. I don't know if it's happened as part of their Dark Arts Festival, which was a first take that we did too. And it's this beautiful film about this like kindly kind of like Jesus stand in peasant uh, in Italy who works with essentially modern day slaves. I think it's based on a true story from the 80s that happened in it's France. It's about a bunch of slaves in modern day Italy. And then halfway through the they film... They work on a tobacco plantation. I remember you telling us about yeah. that. Can I just give it away to everyone on air? Yeah. So the, the lead star accidentally dies halfway through the film. And then 20 years later, he wakes up... In and, modern, in our time. And goes to find his family. And they're like, you Living died 20 streets. years ago. And he's like, I'm back. And it's like all about resurrection. It's brilliant. It's so, so, so good. Hey, those are hot films to recommend to people. Our Time and Happy's Lazaro. I'll tell you what I'm going to recommend right now. One of my favourite films of 2019... First take, episode four. It's up on the FBI oh, Facebook page. Starring the your film lords. And can I just say, it is a transportative piece. It is a huge schmood. And when I watch it, I forget where I am. And then I have to sort of like readjust. <laughs> Don't freak out because I'm driving. Bo- boring, normal life. I know, right? It is so cool. And if you haven't seen them, Jen and Andre star talking about movies while walking around some classic Sydney landscapes. And... Rolling around in grass and just okay, Jade. We gotta ask. We, we gotta have, ask. We freaks. have our 2019 one coming out this week, and we gotta ask brides in a word. Loved Tra- it. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say transportative. <laughs> you've been using if that. I say transportative one more time, I think the I'm gonna die. The trams have just opened, but let us transport you. <laughs> that was movies, movies, movies for your 16th of December. Oh, next time we see you, we're gonna be all that closer to Christmas. We're gonna be like. Christmas Eve Eve or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we don't celebrate Christmas. Do you know what the best saddest thing is? Is that Jen and I are going to do movies, movies, movies forever. <laughs> Every Monday, y'all. We're no, never taking any time We're off. We're so desperate. You're stuck with us. <laughs> That's right. All right, love you both. Thanks for coming in. Bye. Thanks for having us. You're on Mornings on FBI 94.5. Still to come in the show, we are answering your questions on sex, dating, relationships, everything like that, and we have a real sex therapist to do so, not just me. So get in touch on 0409 945 945. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.